0: Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to excel and do well. This is Matt. This is Isabella.
1: A reminder to our listeners that you can listen to us live on the air if you weren't already doing that. Um, The phone number is, reach us by phone, (laughs) studio phone number, 407-582-2906. And you can also chat with us online through Interim Pursuits Facebook Live Chat. Tonight's hashtag is still Mr. Jacob, hashtag Mr. Jacob Banks. And if you want to win those tickets to be able to take your honey bunny with you to a Valentine's Treat uh, concert, you would need to call us in. I mean, you need to post on either Facebook or Instagram Hashtag Mr. Jacob Banks and tell us something that you loved about the show tonight. So his website, www.mrjacobbanks.com. If you want to hear what kind of music he plays, it's super chill.
0: All right. Coming up on this episode of the Intern Whisper Live is our (laughs) wildcard Wednesday topic, why you should use LinkedIn. Also, that the internpursuit.tech website launches February 1st, 2019. And we will have updates on Intern Pursuit.
1: All right. So how can people find us? You can find us on InterPursuit's Facebook page, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can also find our game on Facebook and Twitter. And then you can listen to us live on MixLR.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow the inter- follow Interim Pursuit. Again, our live Facebook page, you can go to Interim Pursuit there and you can call us live on the air, 407-582-2906. We hope to see people chatting with us. Last week, we had several people chatting with us, Man, Oh,
0: really? That's nice.
1: Yeah, it's always nice to have that uh, friends and family support. And so Abby's grandmother was ever so faithful and listening to us.
0: Oh, I wish <laughs> my grandmother could navigate a com- computer that well.
1: Yeah, well, maybe maybe one of your other parents. So, yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> All
0: right, so our first sponsor of the night, RB Advisory. RB Advisory offers cybersecurity services to businesses worldwide. RB Advisory LLC are security specialists for cloud, computer, network, and compliance issues. The company addresses active threats to organizations, patching network vulnerabilities, and preventing future attacks to your business and information. Their website is rbadvisoryllc.com. Thank you, RB Advisory, for sponsoring the Intern Whisper Live. <laughs>
1: Know our show was going live because we had a little little bit of a glitch in yep, the beginning. We did. Um, is there any way that you can? I don't care if people are listening to this right now. Can you kind of clip that out when you're doing the recorded version and loading that up?
0: Uh, when I put it on Podbean, like you mean in the future? Yeah, yeah, yeah I can do yeah. that. So
1: you can edit it for the the podcast. And by the way, listeners, we are on Podbean. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play. So you can find The Interim Whisperer on any of those channels. Anywhere
0: you'd really listen to a podcast in the first place. we're we're, the, we're already there.
1: Yeah, so we're super excited, and we're hoping that we're going to have a lot more listeners coming into the show. We promised all of our listeners we were going to do some new stuff. So, uh, really looking forward to that. And, and you're going to hear that, that tonight. Th-
0: that three minutes of silence at the beginning was not part of that experiment. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so that was just some technical
1: difficulties. Yeah, but nonetheless, you know, so we got through that. Anyway, um, so we still have these tickets that we are um, giving away. We're so lucky that we have tickets to give away as uh, prizes. To listeners, so when you're listening to the show, the concert is scheduled for February 13th, Jacob Banks, here in Orlando. To get those tickets, they're free. You won't have to pay anything. But you do need to write us some social love over here on Facebook or on Instagram. Use hashtag Mr. Jacob Banks and then something that you loved about the show, even if it was the three minutes of silence at the beginning. That's totally cool.
0: Maybe that's Uh, what you needed for your day.
1: I don't know. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Nice. Relaxing silence. Shh.
1: White silence. Yeah. There we go. Um, So, Matt, guess what? What? The minimum viable product of Interim Pursuit is launching the 31st of this month. So as of February 1st, students, schools, employers, they can all sign up for free. They can create their own profiles for free. Employers are the paying client. But schools and students are free. And what that does, you might ask. What does the Minimum Viable Product do of Intern Pursuit?
0: What does the Minimum Viable Product do of Intern Pursuit, I might ask.
1: (laughs) Such a good question. So, I'm (laughs) glad you asked. (laughs) It will allow um, students and employers, an algorithm will run to match the student to an employer, kind of like match.com. It will then allow the employer to send out assessments, a skill assessment, and then also a personality assessment. Um, It's designed to reduce employer bias, so the employer is not able to see what that student's resume or what the student looks like until after those assessments come back, and then they get the whole package. Then they can start interviewing. It's actually a compliance documentation platform, so if the employer is using students, whether it's paid or unpaid, it's documenting their HR, their academic, and also their Department of Labor compliance.
0: So an employer's bias might get in their own way of hiring the right person. Yeah, it
1: does. Because like when somebody comes in, they might go, and I'm going to speak about you when you come in. I'm going, oh, you're a good-looking guy, and your resume looks good, so I'm going to think right off the bat that you can do the job. You, you may be able to do the job. You might not be able to do the job. So you don't want to be, as an employer, you want to be influenced either by race, by gender, by how somebody looks, whether that you find them attractive or not. And right. I don't mean attractive in the sexual sense. I just mean, you know, somebody just that looks pleasing. like they're together, right? Yeah. yeah. So there is, that is actually a, a reason why people will hire or not hire based on even weight, Mm -hmm. You know, all different types of factors. So to reduce that kind of bias, you want an employer should really be evaluating, can the person do the job? That's what you really want to know, especially if it's an intern. Come on, it's not a full-time employee. It's not even... It's just not even the same type of position. But you, as an employer, I understand their pain points. They really want to make sure they're they're getting somebody that they want to spend their time and invest it into. So it's finding the match for them, and then making sure the employer is documented along the whole way. I believe that is the secret to being able to close um, skill gaps between entry level job and leaving school.
0: Yeah, and that's a really big area of. Um that's largely unaddressed, I think.
1: Mm, it is. It's really tough because students don't even know what they can put on their, on their resume. At the end of this internship with using our product, the students will be very clear as to what they can put on their resume. And the employers have a documented record to keep in that HR file and say, yep, you know, no lo- lawsuits here. Check. Yep.
0: And students anyway. have to worry about it piling onto their debt or anything.
1: No, yeah, that's true. That is true. So the website launches. We're still looking for 10 more employers. The sample pool is supposed to be 15. I have five early adopting paying employers, and I'm looking for 10 more. So if there's any employers that want to help a, a startup, um, very low entry fee to be able to be a part of this, and you're going to help us you know, find the bugs. So. You know, hopefully employers would like to uh, participate in that. Anybody that wants the newest and latest, greatest thing. So they can contact me at Isabella at internpursuit.tech if they want more information. So um, let's talk about one of these other updates about uh, Intern Pursuit. You pick a topic. that I threw several out there. Uh,
0: What about the um, design contest you got going on?
1: Okay, good question. So Jason, who is one of the uh, program directors at uh, Valencia, uh, my logo that I had for uh, that I have for interim pursuit is Mm -hmm. like two people. One is the employer running and the other one is a student with a graduation cap. Right. I know that um, because I can only draw stick people. I had asked for the original design to have just stick people because I went, uh, if somebody leaves, that's what I can draw, yeah. and I was kind of limited to. I'm not a graphic designer; I don't have those kind of skills. Um, anyway, so I've gotten some feedback. Jason will tease me, go, how are those bathroom people looking for you? <laughs> and I, I really don't pay attention to it. It's it's been a good a good logo, I think, and I was very happy with it. Um, but it's time to take it up a notch, make something that's a little bit more sleek, a little more professional. And so we're having a contest. It's gone out on LinkedIn. It's gone out on um, Facebook. It's gone out in, like, UCF in their um, social, social sites and over there at, um, at Valencia in their graphic design pro- program. I'm going to send it over to Seminole State in full sale and just right. see if, if uh, any student's trying to make a name for themselves. There's There's been over 300 people look at this so far, and I'm not sure who's going to apply, but they have to have it in by January 31st. So that's like seven days.
0: That's an important date to remember, but you get a lot if you.
1: What happens if they win? They, what, what did i tell you was going to happen
0: they're going to be a guest on this show
1: that's right so they get to meet you they get to meet abby they're going to get to meet tiana who's coming in next week she's our new intern that's going to be coming in and, and being an a, a associate producer um they also will have their show over how many distribution podcast channels
0: Five. All, the, all the big ones, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean.
1: Yeah, so that's cool.
0: And you're also going to put the, uh, an interview with them on, a, on the blog page on the Intern Pursuit website, right? That is
1: right. So they get a lot of um, – there's going to be some backlinks for them mm-hmm. to be able to have some notoriety, and it will also go out on all of the social channels. So for us, it goes out on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, our channels, Instagram, and then the more people share it, the more people will know who this famous person is that did our loco. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then um, we're also looking for some student influencers and brand ambassadors. Um, if you're and interested it, in a job with Intern Pursuit, you have to go where, Matt?
0: You have to go to internpursuit.tech intern t- slash careers.
1: That is right. So you can find the job descriptions there, and you can check them out and see if uh, you'd like to be on our superhero team.
0: So could you tell us just what a student influencer or, or a brand ambassador would be now?
1: Oh, yeah. The student influencer needs to have a pretty good following on their own, either Instagram, on Twitter or Facebook, any of those followings, because their job is to um, get students on their campus to sign up, to register and create profiles. That means they have to talk to professors. They have to talk to clubs. They have to talk to the Greeks, meaning fraternities and sororities. yeah. Yeah, just in case somebody doesn't know. Um, they need to talk to the, the sports, the team sports, and then also get the, uh, career services to sign up, hopefully. That's usually my job, but, you know, the, they are there to take the content that we are creating and just take it out to the campus. They get to the table, so if they want to be able to do that. This is strictly, um, it falls more under that marketing
0: mm-hmm. role,
1: so it's marketing, definitely, it's got some PR and branding in there that um, they can help with you know implementing right. and then the the social content a brand ambassador is a totally different role. they get to come in and they're engaging with employers. so their job is to connect with employers through LinkedIn through uh, meetups event brights, anything that's a free event where business people go. I think that's a very, very strategic place to be because it allows you as the student to begin honing those networking skills right. and also representing the, the company. That one has a commission. Actually, anybody that's a student and they send an employer and those employers sign up, they're going to get a 5% referral fee uh, commission, so to speak. And so that's a, a pretty good chunk of change for just somebody signing up. So. Yeah. Hope, I hope to see a lot more applicants. So let's go into the uh, our wildcard topic for tonight. We're going to be right. focusing on LinkedIn. What's our topic? Well. You came up with it. You put it up there. It was like a really cool topic, and it was the power of LinkedIn. The power of
0: LinkedIn, yeah. Yeah. It's an important tool, and um, you're the one who convinced me to sign up on it. Yep. That was one of the first things you had me do Yeah, when I became an intern.
1: Yes, when you first came in the doors. I'm really surprised because I know that there's reservations. Students will go, oh, I really don't know about LinkedIn. I, really, that's how you're going to be able to find a job. It LinkedIn is the largest platform, I think larger than even Indeed. Honestly, I, I can't say statistically I know that. But that is the place to be able to put your professional resume up there so that the world sees it. It's just so much bigger. And they also have recruiters that help to um, get you in front of other employers. It's really important to have a very strong LinkedIn presence. So it's not Facebook. It's not Instagram where you're in, if it's the girls, you're in your bikini holding your uh, right, right. It's you know, a very beer glass or you're the guys going, you know, turned back uh, baseball caps, stuff like that. It really requires thinking through how do you want to brand yourself professionally so that people pay attention to you. And I would say to all of those students, you need to lock that stuff down so people can't see that stuff. Because, yeah, yeah, you
0: know, that will come
1: back to haunt you later. (laughs) Unless you're a model, you know, and that's part of what you're doing. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So um, I found a couple of really good articles, and I wanted to be able to share those. Um, The first one is the top five to-dos – and this is from Forbes magazine by Rick. It's couch. It's, say it for me, Matt.
0: It's Koivich.
1: It's glitch. Yeah, you're so good with the phonetics. I'm struggling with that. It's cowitch. It's so, a guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're doing a guess. But nonetheless, we're going to have these links in our um, show and our Facebook uh, side so that people can actually go to the site if they want to read the full article. But the uh, first five the first uh, to do thing is to make sure you have a professional headshot that is so important yeah. i've had students you know even still like on our intern pursuit tech website there's a our interns page and i said hey you know send me a professional headshot they just usually they don't have it
0: i know i know i don't <coughs> we took one last week yeah yeah two weeks ago and two i don't think ago, i've yeah. sent
1: it to you right no no so i've got to make sure i send it to you before we leave the show tonight and um, while you're not going to be on the our intern page, there's going to be um, another page. that's like our our people, and I'm going to put your picture on there. Just you didn't know that. I could also use it on LinkedIn. You absolutely can. That would be a good thing. Um, the next tip they say is to write a 320 word, 2,000 characters with spaces summary in first person about you, about what it is that makes up your background. Uh, what it is that you're passionate about, how you set yourself aside from others. The The funny thing is that middle school and high school, it's all about trying to look like you fit in and that you're a part of a group and you all look the yeah. same. That is so useless. <laughs> if we only knew. Um, it's really about how you stand out because you're competing for jobs, you're competing for, in this case, sometimes relationships, um, significant relationships, friends, so... We we should be really thoughtful about the messaging that we put out in pictures but also in our words.
0: Yeah. And um I think it's a hard th- it's a skill you learn probably around in your tw- early 20s or your 20s in general. Maybe your whole life. How yeah, to, it is. How to
1: how to market yourself?
0: Market yourself what makes you stand out. Mhm. Yeah.
1: So if we were to do yours, I have no idea what's on
0: your LinkedIn profile. I don't think I have one because I'm like, I don't know what to write.
1: So you might go ahead and say super passionate film and audio production um, associate seeking other opportunities. Like you could put that out there. Now, if you were not wanting people to know that you're looking, you don't put that out there you know you'd have to put looking for side gigs something like that so it's Mm -hmm. not a threat to your employer you don't want your employer to think well he's looking for a job because it's so easy they can go there and look to see hmm is matt staying is he looking i don't know yeah so that's one reason why you always want to be careful about what you're putting on your social but what i would suggest that you do is start looking at linkedin and look at what those short little um power words that the people are using to see how should you position yourself and you're thinking about very specifically um, the role that you're wanting to get at. So look at companies that you're interested in. Let's say it's ABC. Well, That's a really, you know, NBC, ABC, CBS. Just pick a channel that's really well known. And you want to go and see who works for there and look at those little short snippets that speak to the summary of what they do in that company, and you'll begin to see that there's a pattern. They usually say who they are, what they do, and what they or how they can be of service to someone else. There's like who, what, why, where, when, and how. Right. Stick with those kind of um... three points. Pick three out of those six, and you're going to be good to go. I would say that is not in the tips. That is my tip. That's your own that personal is, tip. Yeah, my, that's my own personal. Intern tip. whisper exclusive. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Matt. <laughs> Anyway, so they said you want to really make sure the um, the author of this, which is again, let me see, Rick. Uh, he had suggested that you also go and mention what inspires you. If you're not a writer, you want to call in your marketing person to help you write it up. So that's
0: mm-hmm. interesting. He put that you include your hobbies or what you even do in your spare time. Mm-hmm. I guess just he, so they get a sense of who you are. As a person. Exactly holistic.
1: So? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So that was the second tip and I think that's a, a pretty good pretty good tip there. Um the third one, you go ahead.
0: All right. It it's it a send out invites and it's
1: let me help you there. Okay. Yeah. So you want to begin connecting with people. Right. That's the purpose of it. Because it gives you a
0: threshold of a certain <clears throat> amount of people it wants you to reach when you first join it on the website.
1: Yeah. So look to see what kind of groups, what kind kind of employers are out there, and then begin connecting with those people. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like climbing the food chain, so to speak. When you get in there, you're looking for people that are entry-level people like yourself because they're going to be real hungry to connect with others. Connect with them. And then... Once ABC, they go, oh, I see that Jennifer, Tom, and uh, Shantae are all connected with um, Matt. Well, okay, I'll go ahead and I'll accept this invitation to connect. When somebody actually accepts that invite that you send out there to connect, you want to follow up with them right away and say, hey, thanks for connecting with me. Let me know um, I'd like to get together or can we have just a phone call to just see you know, how we can mutually help each other. Don't let it be sales-like. Don't let it sound like that. Just say, hey, I'd like to know more about this. You can also look at those people that you're connecting with to see what kind of posts they like and follow or if they write anything and comment on those. Right. That's a really great way. That's
0: something I never knew about LinkedIn going in was that people regularly posted like like articles or inspirational quotes and Mm -hmm. a lot of regular like – it really is professional social media.
1: Yeah, it is. It really is. And it's not supposed to be treated like Facebook. Facebook is very casual, and yeah. it's more like you know the front of the refrigerator, where on um, LinkedIn, it's about anything that you're posting should be related to a work, some type of a work parameter, meaning it's uh, specific like Goodreads, that are work-related. It could be um, tips and suggestions on writing resumes. It could be any of those kind of things. It's not like, oh, I just went on a vacation and came back, I'm so relaxed, like not those kind of things. Yeah, so that's important. That's one way to be able to extend those invitations, use the other invitations that you're building uh, within a company or an industry to kinda climb that ladder and get to some decision makers that can when you send a resume you could say hey I'm interested in working in this industry or or potentially with this company I'd like to send my resume I'm still in school could you look at it and tell me are there any suggestions that you might have how I could improve my resume well it's kinda sneaky when you think about it because you're getting your resume in front of a decision maker they can make some suggestions that will help you improve your resume and it could it could get you an interview you never because know because
0: they're reading your resume
1: yeah instead of it going through some type of a scanner or some mm. third party person looking at it it's actually going to that person so you know there's there's real value in connecting with people that are decision makers and seeing them as somebody that can give you some wisdom some type of mentoring any of those things So that's another good reason, aside from having other peers to connect with. So you connect with people that you already know. Actually, you should be connected to everybody that's inside of Pivot and Interim Pursuit. Like, look them all up. Who works there and start connecting them. That begins to build you a network. And then you can um, definitely extend that out to people that are in school that you've gone uh, to school with. I know you've graduated, so, you know, build your network up.
0: That's mostly what I've done. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. And so they've uh, also, Rick here in this um, third tidbit, he says, once you're connected, LinkedIn allows you to be visible to that person's connections as well as search for other professionals connected to that new contact. Essentially, LinkedIn is a giant database that allows you to find more targeted people via a variety of filters. And it sounds
0: like once you get the right people's attention it starts snowballing and it's more and more and more people's attention like it's set up that way to allow that to happen
1: it yes and no so the way that i've seen it snowball is when um you're writing a post let's say that you went to a conference and it was on um film innovation right because i know that's something you would like Uh, So you go there and you meet 10 people. Well, you take those 10 business cards, you connect with those people on LinkedIn, and you take pictures that you went to this conference, and you post the pictures and you say, it was so nice to meet... You know, Isabella Johnston and and uh, Randy Brown and just start listing all of those people. You tag them in there. That's how you drive more traffic to your post because people are going, who is this person? Who is Matthew Plotz? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. And then you'll see people start reaching out to you and wanting to connect with you. So you can really get it to snowball based on the quality of the post. that you're doing, and also if you're tagging other people in that post. Okay. I am not kidding. Because when I've gone to um, events and I've taken pictures and I've tagged people in there that I've met, I've had over a 1,000 views of that one post. Really? And then people connecting with me. So I've never had that happen in Facebook or in Instagram. I've never seen it happen. For me, LinkedIn is a really good good platform. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's the power of LinkedIn right, right. there. Um, the fourth tip.
0: That kind of we already kind of covered that where your activities need some congruence, congruence
1: as well as a strategy for like growth.
0: You, like you said that you had to post things that were like related to your field or at yeah. least professionalism, business mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. That so I'm president
1: be. of the Good Network, Greater Orlando Organizational Development, and every other month we have speakers that come in. We take pictures, we post them over there on the Good Network, but I haven't been very diligent about posting them on my own LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I usually do that when I go to networking events of any size. I've taken a lot of pictures, and I'll post them out on LinkedIn. When I do my blog articles, and I haven't written a blog article in so long, I need to do that. Um, The blog articles really get a lot of interest, too. I've had about 500 people read one of my blog articles, which is amazing to me. I'm very, you know, and they'll write comments, so, yeah. So blogging is great. You can publish on there, get a lot more attention. Twice my articles have been picked up on LinkedIn, and they've been distributed out to the greater LinkedIn. It's like featured Isabella Johnston wrote oh, this. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you don't always see that happen on some of the other channels. That's why, yeah, you definitely need to have some type of a strategy for growth. You're absolutely right. And that was the fourth tip. That was the fourth tip. Yep. So our fifth tip, go ahead. You want to do that one?
0: Sure. Um, it's LinkedIn's feature of being able to give people recommendations.
1: Mm-hmm. So when somebody has um, worked with me, the students, I'll ask them. Uh, I'll, you can actually send an invite right through LinkedIn. I'll ask them, hey, would you give me a recommendation? They write it up. It gets sent to me as the um, viewer. I can see, yes, this is great. I'd like it to post. I could also have the option of being able to say, hey, could you edit this one thing? And at that point in time, the person giving the rec, they actually make that edit, and then I can post it right on up there on my LinkedIn. So you as the receiver mm-hmm. um, get to have some say as to what's actually going on your, your LinkedIn profile. But oh. I can also I can also send a recommendation. So... Um, I've gone and posted recommendations on students that mm. um, are really using it. They'll say, hey, you know, would I give them a recommendation? Absolutely, I'll do that. And that's always really helpful because people look at those. That is a trust factor. It's a huge trust factor there yeah. because you want client recommendations. You want to have employee recommendations, right, you know, third-party recommendations. Anybody like that, that always helps me bring more um, validity as to what it is that you're providing. Yeah. So good tips there.
0: And that moves us to our second article.
1: I love this person's last name.
0: Peter Economy.
1: I know. What a great name, Economy. I think that's so cool. Um, He shared uh, tips for millennials, and he said, Science says this one LinkedIn mistakes makes millennials. Wow, that's a lot of alliteration there. Mistakes makes millennials, millennials yeah, makes, all makes one millennial's right mistakes after another, mistakes <laughs> <makes millennials>. <laughs> <laughs> look really unprofessional. And just again, so our listeners know, we are going to be posting these links in the Facebook um, in the Facebook post, so you'll be able to go to those and check them out. But what I found really interesting about this is, th- I teach, you know, when I train employers and I train the the students working with me. I always train employers to say, okay, remember that quality is more important than speed. When you're working with an intern, Mm -hmm. really reinforce the fact that you want them to really understand what it is they're doing, why they're doing it, what the impact is that it can have, because they'll focus on the quality first, and then as they're working through that internship, the speed comes. If an employer is over here going, oh, I want this done in an hour, Don't think that you're going to get quality because you're making speed the priority, not the quality. Right. I mean, sometimes there are things you need really fast. That means that the employer needs to make sure there's second, maybe a third set of eyes looking at something that's been prepared so that we can actually um, ensure that there is a quality piece that's going out.
0: And in reference to this, the quality is actually of the jobs people put as their previous jobs on LinkedIn. Yeah, so th- that's
1: a good point. We didn't even say what the purpose of the article was. <laughs> so let's back that one up here. Let's kind of read that little paragraph out loud to our listeners. So why don't you go ahead and read the uh, introductory and the second paragraph so our listeners have a point of reference. All
0: right, so this is from Peter Economy. As we try to figure out how to best organize our LinkedIn profile to present a better image to ourselves, to the world, while improving our future job prospects, few of us ever consider the quality of past experience in our profile. You might
1: need to slow down. You're going pretty fast.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately (laughs) for many millennials, quantity trumps quality, and that's where we were getting at. Yeah. Their natural tendency is to list every single job they've ever undertaken, since many of them have a relatively short resume as it is. As a result, their LinkedIn profiles are filled with marginal jobs, including all the part-time positions they've had working at a local burger joint or internships with organizations no one's ever heard of.
1: And so what that means when they say, this is what I'm taking away as organizations that no one's ever heard of, that could be like um, somebody that is a one-person show and there's no company name associated with it. So a person that is a contractor... And maybe they do um, marketing, but they don't have a company name. So it could be Joe Smith Marketing. Is there a website? Is there anything that validates yeah. that this person is, is out there? Is this person even on LinkedIn? You know, that's, I think, really where um, he's pointing out that you got to make sure it's an organization that has some kind of real presence and social presence. I think that's significant. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that this was really a, a great article because uh, the fact that I've seen resumes come through my hands, and there's been students that have two, three, four pages, and I'm going, okay, even if it's two pages, I'm going, you haven't even had a job. Why are you just filling this up? <laughs> yeah, my resume, and I've been working 25 years, has it's all on one page, and I've learned how to compress it down so it's just focusing on the real skills, the the background and the depth of knowledge rather than every single thing that I ever did. Because there's no value in enlisting a, a job unless you can actually show how it transitions into the next thing. So flipping burgers, you know, and you're getting a job and you're gonna be concierge at a hotel, Focus on customer service. That's the yeah. actual parallel line there.
0: Like I, 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 worry, I actually did work at a burger joint, and I don't have that list on LinkedIn.
1: But. Yeah. But you don't have to put that on there, but you would definitely, on LinkedIn, there's a place where you can list skills that you have. So you might want to check off customer service. You might want right. to check off attention to detail. Things that are like soft skills that actually have just as much power. But not
0: necessarily say I worked at McDonald's. Yeah, for yeah, with well, six months,
1: and that isn't whatever. where you work. But we're not saying the name no, of where you worked. Yeah, it didn't.
0: yeah, it wasn't McDonald's. So
1: yeah, that's what I'm telling our listeners. So we're not throwing McDonald's under the bus here. No, and there's no.
0: nothing wrong with working a part-time job.
1: No, not at all. And the great thing about um, McDonald's, they have an educational program, scholarship program. They actually. Yeah. Put people through additional education and management, and they'll pay that ride for you.
0: I only brought them up because when I think of Burger Joint, they're the name that pops up immediately. It is the it's first n- one we think of. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's more a testament to them rather than. Uh,
1: yeah, I would agree with that. So the other thing about this article, um, when they talked about the not only the the marginal jobs, um, part time positions, I think that. People will also put volunteer roles on here. I I don't see any value in that because a volunteering is usually like a a one-time gig. Like I've had students that work with me on TEDx events, and I'm going, that's great, you can put TEDx on your resume if if that's what you have, a whole volunteering section. Um, That's a very powerful name, so it will help in that respect. However, if you've been volunteering and it's consistently volunteering, like you know on a daily basis, I think that's really where the the volunteering comes in because you've got some specific job, you're showing up with regularity. It's not an internship, but it's a volunteer role. Right. It's kind of like being a board member in a um, nonprofit organization. Uh, being a board m- member is a volunteer job, and that's a leadership role, and you're there to help provide some expertise in something uh, that I you're good thought at. I about it like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that would be a so, volunteer job.
1: Oh, they absolutely are. And that would be a really good thing to put on a resume in the sense that you're volunteering as a board member with a, some type of a nonprofit organization. Um, pick a cause that's important to you.
0: But it seems that... Um Peter, economy's main message is that these employers will actually judge you based on these jobs that you've had. If you list all of the every single menial job you had, they'll actually see you as less committed and less competent.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what he wrote. He said certain employers explain that they tend to believe that those people who have taken lower level jobs tend to be less committed Sometimes even less competent than those who exclusively take high-ranking, big-name jobs. I don't think that's. Nece- I don't think it has to be a high-ranking, big-name job, but nonetheless, I I feel like there is some validity with what it is that he's saying. Yeah. Because you know that that would be true. You're just trying to put something on your resume, when it's better to just be really sincere about what is it that you have done. If you have two things and you've been volunteering in sunday school at church that's awesome because it'll show that you consistently show up every sunday um i think that's a really good thing to have on there if you volunteer in your community and it's at the local uh, museum or animal shelter that's a good thing because there is always um time management being able to be consistent Mm -hmm showing up, um, getting that type of a recommendation, that's really helpful to have on the resume, but not just the one-offs. Definitely don't think that's a great thing there. Yeah. What was interesting is he said that there was a study, and to better understand this finding, researchers asked a large group of hiring decision-makers to share their thoughts about job applicants after reviewing their employment histories. At the end of the study, it was found that men in part-time positions were often seen by potential employers as less committed or less competent than those in full-time jobs. Similarly, women in lower-level positions or in part-time work were also thought to be less competent, although interestingly enough, not less committed. So double standard there for the women. The conclusion was that they were able to draw from the study is that neither men nor women benefit from taking lower-level, seemingly less committed work. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the value I'm going to cross this one over into an internship is that students should be really thinking about is this internship is it what value is it bringing to my resume? Mm-hmm. Don't just I've talked to so many students where they take an internship because it's paid and then they don't have anything they can put on their resume. Well, you chose poorly. You chose money they instead chose of a so the experience yeah. that Real job skills, real experience, somebody that's investing in you to make sure that you leave your internship with knowledge and confidence. Um, It doesn't mean that you always leave. You can be offered a job because the employers that work with with me and Intern Pursuit, they have, um, about half of them have extended jobs now to the students that have worked with them. And I think that's significant. And the other half, they are able to go and find jobs. So I'm doing a study on this, and uh, we're gathering, you know, all of the feedback from students that have worked with me and employers as to my my hypothesis, my thesis is that by documenting compliance, it actually helps the employer to reduce their um, their – possibility of, of having either poor HR and Department of Labor compliance records or potentially even being sued, um, it'll actually protect the employer because now they've got a documented record as to what they did with the uh, student and the student did on the job, and the student now knows the skills they can put on their resume. Oh. So that is what somebody gets out of working with interim pursuit. I see that we are rapidly coming to the end of our show. We are. So, our second sponsor, please.
0: Okay. Our second sponsor for the night is Simplicity Solutions Group. Simplicity Solutions Group specializes in web design, development, hybrid mobile and custom web apps built on proprietary application framework. They help businesses thrive in the digital age from web design to records management software. Their website is SimplicitySolutionsGroup.com. Thank you, Simplicity Solutions, for sponsoring the Intern Whisper Live so
1: again thank you to valencia college we love being here on this east campus and in this radio studio thank you to our favorite person in this whole um, experience Q. He's made this so nice for us. We love you, Q. And also thank you to Valencia College for just promoting the show also. So I'm going to find out. They they sent me an email last week and said, hey, we want to promote the show on our social feed. So I sent the logo and I sent pictures of us. And I'm going, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Not only do they provide us the place to do the show. Yeah. They want to help promote us. They're it.
1: helping to promote us. I am so appreciative. So Matt. You're going to take us out. How do we get out of our show? How do we say goodbye?
0: Well, we do our shout outs.
1: Yeah. So are you going to ask me first or do you want to go first?
0: Uh, well, we can do our usual order. I, go, I usually go first. So. Yeah, you go first. Um, I guess I'll do shout outs to two of my friends. One who is coming, who is visiting from Utah.
1: Oh, wait, the one that moved there? Yeah. He's he coming d- back? Yeah. Is he coming back to stay or visiting?
0: Just visiting.
1: Oh, wow. Is and he happy up there?
0: Oh is Utah- I guess Utah is up there, yeah it is yeah, everything's up there in Florida <laughs> um yeah, yeah, apparently it's pretty good out there for him, very good. He's coming back to well, I guess it won't ruin the surprise so I can say it here, but he's going to surprise her his mom on her birthday.
1: Yeah, I doubt around. his mom or he is <laughs> listening because you haven't even said what his
0: name is. So yeah.
1: I don't think we have to worry about that one. No. Yeah. Make him listen to the show so he at least knows that he was. Uh, they
0: are both friends with me on Facebook. So. Okay. All well, right. I'll, I'll tell them after her birthday. All right. All right. Show.
1: And who else was your second shot? My other out?
0: friend is leaving on a trip on the same day. And oh. And she's going out to Montana because she's going to move to Montana in a month
1: they moved to some really cold places
0: these people yeah they like the cold mm. and they really like mountains
1: i can see that they must like maybe skiing or snow yeah for sure all right so my shout out goes to simplicity solutions thank you john fearful for um just really pushing through and getting our software ready i want to give a thanks to lee lou samirnas he is one of my advisors i Goodness gracious, I so appreciate him. He has been able to help me with uh, my financial modeling. And a big thanks to the game team, to, this, um, to the graphics team, to everybody that's with Interim Pursuit. Just look on the social feed because tomorrow there's going to be a big um, kiss for them and thank you for everything they do. All right, so people can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on listen to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College Radio, follow intern pursuit, and again watch us live. And so we're gonna close out this show and say thank you for listening to intern whisper.
0: Good night.